1: I'm a nerd,
0: and
2: uh, I'm pretty proud
0: of it.
2: Rise and shine, nerds!
0: You're tuned in to episode 486 of the Back Row Morning Show, proudly a part of the Love Thy Nerd Podcast Network. I'm Radio Matt, the station manager and a nerd culture missionary here at LTN. I'm a third-generation radio dude and a lifelong nerd.
2: And I'm Mo, the chief cohort in Crazy, here to bring the facts and fire to your day, sipping on my coffee this morning.
0: Today on the show, am I the jerk?
2: Mm, Yes. Yes, you are. (laughs) Also on the show today, becoming a woman just got more awkward.
0: Mm, If it wasn't awkward enough. So
2: glad I'm already a woman and I don't have to become one right now.
0: (laughs) But first, today is Wednesday, June 1st, 2022, and we got some holidays to celebrate.
2: (laughs) I just hurt my foot. What happened? (laughs) My other foot hurt my foot. Anyway, it would take too long to try and explain it, so I'm not going
1: to <laughs> just feel bad violence. for me right
2: now. <laughs> but foot uh, it is World Milk Day.
0: Mo's favorite holiday. Mm mm Kids, if you weren't here for the uh the one chip challenge that Mo and I did. Boy the first howdy. one chip challenge. The very challenge. first one that Mo and I did. Yeah. Where <laughs> it was our it was the first Twitch stream that we did no, for No, it L- wasn't the LTN. one chip challenge. Wasn't it? It,
2: it was, was Christmas. No, it was the Pepper Stepper It was the oh, Pepper stepper right. Challenge. Oh that's right. We watched
0: it for the one chip challenge. Yeah, that's why I remember it. Was it. The pepper I'm sorry, stepper this is challenge. way back yeah. Twenty fifteen. Twenty fifteen. <laughs> pepper stepper. We went up and up hotter and hotter peppers. We only ended at Habanero because that's all we could buy here at the time. And uh Mo was drinking milk just to get that heat down and then she had to go vomit. And uh her mom later told her it wasn't because it was hot, it's because you're you're allergic to milk. You're lactose intolerant. He goes, Oh
2: That's right.
0: <laughs> I forgot all about that. Duh. <laughs> I think you could still watch it. We'll try and put it up in the Discord.
2: It should be up there somewhere <laughs> for sure. Um, it's also dare day. So and I wasn't entirely sure when I was going through like is this are you daring people to do things or is this, you know, dare as in what was the what did the dare stand for when we drug
0: were drug awareness resistance education, I yeah. think or something yeah. like that.
2: I didn't know if it was a day for that. I'm going so. to need you to stop texting Tyler Kelly and pay attention. <laughs> I'm
0: trying to think through I just, I literally just answered the acronym for you out of thin air. Can you chill out?
2: It's drug it's abuse no. resistance That's education. Right. You weren't Whatever. even correct.
0: Well, I was close.
2: Ba-ba-ba-ba-ba. Everyone knew what
0: I was talking about. Uh, no, it's like dare, like you dare dare
2: you to do something today. Okay. Well, then I don't want... To well, and I don't want to. Yeah, <laughs> I don't want to participate. Um, it's what if also- I
0: dared you to avoid drugs?
2: See, here's the thing. <laughs> I have such an issue. Here's is the with- thing:
0: they just legalized weed in the. <laughs>
2: An issue. This is probably something that I need to grow out of. I realize that it's very juvenile of me, but I—if you dare me to do something, I'm not going to do it. I'm—I'm I'm not.
0: I'm actively going to seek out drugs now. Thanks and so, a lot.
2: Whenever—and I've had like my second graders that I do lunch duty with. Well, I did lunch duty with last year. <laughs> Anyway, um, they would ask me at least once a week, Miss Mo, truth or dare? And every time I'd say truth. I don't care. I'll tell you anything that you ask me, but you're not going to dare me to do something because I'm I'm not going to do it. I'm not. I'm such a stubborn person. You dare me to do something, I'm going to stick my heels in and be like, nope, you can't tell me what to do. Whether you dared me or not, I don't care. You should have saved your dare for somebody who cares. (laughs)
0: <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. Uh-huh. All right. What else is it?
2: It's also Dinosaur Day. Yay! Uh-huh.
0: Johnny loves dinosaurs. Dinosaurs. Loves them so much.
2: Yeah, I like dinosaurs. Uh, but before we move on, it's also our friend Oriole. It's his son's birthday today. Oh. So everybody wish Luther a happy birthday today. Happy birthday, Luther. Happy we love birthday, you. Happy
0: birthday, Luther. Son of Oriole, the Jedi. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Now, Mo and I are nerds of several flavors, but we're also nerds for several flavors. And
2: every week we like to showcase junk food that has recently been announced or even spotted in stores or on menus. But
0: before we get to that specifically, we, we call this segment junk food news, but we rarely actually cover like a news story about junk food, but I have one today.
2: To start okay. us off
0: with okay. So Taco <laughs> Bell's release, re-release of the Mexican pizza has gone phenomenally for the company. Okay,
2: for the company, for the not company. for my stomach. They
0: have sold, <laughs> they have sold so many more Mexican pizzas in just like the two weeks that they've been back than they anticipated. Uh, it is they called it a historic response to a re-release of an item uh, implying that it might be the best-selling like returning item on a menu they've ever had the bad news is it was so wildly more popular than they expected they're running out of all the supplies and rumor has it if it has it might have already happened by the time this actually airs but rumor has it they're going to have to announce that Mexican pizzas are once again gone until they can get enough supplies to bring them back later in the year. Now this started as a rumor, as like there was a Reddit leak of an internal email uh, that looked rather official, but it could have been faked. Mm. (laughs) <laughs> but, like, why would you? But the email went on to, it sounded very professional, and it said, gave you recommendations on what to tell customers when that announcement is made. If they come up and ask for Mexican pizza, say, I'm so sorry, we're out of Mexican pizzas. We'd like to offer you a free bean burrito or something like this for the first couple days after they've made that announcement. Um, but then the, the rumor mill got more fire put onto it because they were going to be doing this weird promotional Mexican pizza the musical that was supposed to, with, it had like Dolly Parton and Doja Cat and all these people in it. What? And this was supposed to release on the 29th, but then they tweeted several days ago, we're going to have to postpone this thing. We hope to We hope to release it in the future. No reason given. So, I'm thinking... If it hasn't already happened, it's going to happen this week. They're going to announce, yeah, Mexican pizzas are gone again. Mm-hmm. It's going to be like the McRib. Just get a taste of it, then it's gone for a year.
2: <laughs> a taste of the McRib is all that you need.
0: <laughs>
2: True that. I can at least say that while it's not as good as it once was, the Mexican pizza is still good mm-hmm. while I you're eating it. It's not the after effects are not good. <laughs> I didn't have
0: any negative. Maybe you're just not acclimated to Taco That's Bowl. exactly
2: what it is. We already know that. <laughs> right.
0: You need to get more. You need to react. already
2: been discussed. Rebalance.
0: <laughs> but uh, anyway, so that's sad. Uh, I mean, it's good that people love the Mexican pizza, which kind of implies that, yeah, once they are able to stabilize it and get it back on uh, the menu, that it probably will stay forever. But uh, sad that it's going away. It's, it won't even make it three weeks if this rumor pans out to be true, which is about half or less of how long they usually have, like, a featured item. Like, currently, I think they have that uh, cheddar tostada thing where the cheddar is baked on the outside of the, not tostada, Chalupa. chalupa? Ch- yeah, uh-huh. ch- toasted cheddar chalupa thing. So that's right. going to be here for weeks. Nacho fries were here for like 12 weeks.
2: Yeah, that's because nobody likes the nacho right. fries. The got, nacho fries gotten are worse. disgusting. They've
0: gotten worse every time they They're come back. terrible. It's like Taco Bell's like, how bad can we make these where people will still buy them?
2: I really think... <laughs> <laughs> and I I forget this every time, but I think that if I were to order the nacho fries, bring them home and then air fry the fries Ooh. a second time, then well, they bonus might be air good. Frying. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But they're just always Undercooked or soggy or something. Just not. <laughs>
0: yeah. They're, they just, This time around, they just definitely weren't great.
2: They had no flavor.
0: <laughs> all right, all right. Well, let's move on to actual things that oh, we've spotted in Swiss. We're actually doing something venues. right now,
2: huh? We are. We're not yeah. just bashing on top of them.
0: So, first up, we got Swiss Miss Cinnamon Toast Crunch Hot Milk. So, instead of hot chocolate, hot cinnamon milk.
2: That actually sounds really good. Doesn't it good? sound
0: amazing? Sounds so good. Uh Little Debbie Star Crunch Ice Cream and Strawberry Unicorn Cake Ice Cream are gonna be joining the Walmart Little Debbie ice cream line for a limited time.
2: Star I, Crunch Ice Cream.
0: I really like the Star Crunches.
2: Mm-hmm. I do too.
0: An ice cream based on that could I'm, be
2: I'm bomb. afraid. I'm afraid. Why that- are you afraid? Because 10 it's, just, <laughs> it's just like everything else in life. They have the potential to ruin it.
0: I haven't tried any of the ice creams, Neither but I guys. have read several reviews and they pretty much say even the ones that aren't the best are still really good. Yeah. Like I haven't seen like bad reviews of any of them. Okay. So yeah, yeah, uh, <laughs> uh, the Frito-Lay company is going to be testing out uh, minis again which they do this again? like every yeah they do like a they do like They give on a minis kick about every decade
2: What's mini the chip the itself Chips
0: chips so we're going to be having Doritos minis they'll be in like little half Pringle cans half size Pringle cans and it'll be like little mini triangle Doritos Nacho cheese and cool ranches.
2: That's just the crumbs at the bottom of the bag. Like, why there on earth be, am I going to buy crumbs?
0: There will be Cheetos balls, um, I cheddar, could, and, the, flame I and do hot. That. Yeah, and then there will be Sun Chips minis, little mini squares of harvest cheddar or garden salsa.
2: Again, it's just the crumbs. <laughs> why, why did anybody think this was a good idea? And they'll be out later this year. Don't. <laughs> I, d- you can't even eat them I, like a regular chip. Like you got to hold like, it up to your <laughs> mouth. Like you got to do it at the bottom of I the think, bag. That, I think
0: that's the idea.
2: Why? But
0: I don't. Well, I, it seems like it seems like they're gearing it toward this being like a travel snack. Like I bet you'll see these in gas stations as opposed to stores. No. Because you'll have it in your cup holder and you'll just click. No.
2: Yeah. No, that's yes. where I despise eating a bag of chips. Knowing exactly. that I have the crumbs. Now, listen, knowing that I have the crumbs at the bottom, because there's not a clean way to lift the bag up to your face and get the crumbs in while in a car.
0: Hence, the tube it's going to no, be. No, the
2: tube is not going to help. It's still a crumb. It is still a crumb. <laughs> Why are we eating why? I don't understand this at all. I
0: think the Doritos will hold up okay. The but the sun chips, you're absolutely right. It's just those friends. fall those fall apart if you look at them wrong. <laughs> like I do not see how a can of sun chips will survive, no matter how big they are.
2: I don't get it. <laughs> I don't get it. I, I don't.
0: Uh, Mountain Dew Typhoon is coming back. Do you remember no, Mountain Dew? No, I don't. Mo? I'm
2: done with Mountain Dew and all their 50,000 flavors because you know like, what I hear? <laughs> I need to try that one. No, the heck, you don't. But hold on. You don't.
0: But hold on. <laughs> Chill out, <Mo. laughs> No. So Mountain Dew had the normal Mountain Dew, it had Code Red, and it had Livewire. Those were like the first three. Sure. Yeah, first two came out and lasted for a long time before they really ventured into like the thousand different flavors. Thousand. It started really with uh, this and two other sodas as a part of the first like vote for the next flavor of Mountain Dew. So this was the first vote. That they ever had. And it was between Mountain Dew Distortion, which was a heavier lime flavor, normal Mountain Dew, which I really loved.
2: Was it super sour?
0: Um, Slightly more sour, yeah. But it was, was, yeah, it was really good. Uh, Mountain Dew Typhoon, which is like a fruit punch flavor Mountain Dew. Okay. And Whiteout, which is what won. I
2: remember Whiteout. Well,
0: it's still here. It's still around. That's what won, and it became a permanent thing. But they released all three of those for like a whole summer and typhoon was like second place and it was really good and they brought it back they brought it back in um so, yeah, it was out in 2010. That was when the thing was. And they brought it back in 2011 for summer. Um, but now they're bringing it back uh, over a decade later for six-pack cans. Bringing it back. Uh, It's only available at Mountain Dew's online store for $12 per pack. And these are, like, the big 16-ounce cans. Uh, the sale starts at 12 noon Eastern today. So get on it. These things go fast when they're online. Uh, but then again, they had that for the Flamin' Mountain Dew as well. And it was so popular, they... Sent out a batch to stores here. Can the last I just month. tell
2: you that I'm very disappointed in my family? Why? <laughs> because Cannon and I were at Albertsons a couple weeks ago, <laughs> and I saw <laughs> the and Hot Mountain Dew, uh-huh. and so I bought a case, uh-huh. knowing how much everybody else in my house likes Mountain Dew, and I actually liked the Flamin' Hot. Yeah, it was all right. Yeah. Do you know that there is still a 12 pack? of flaming Hot sitting on my kitchen counter because everybody in my house refuses to try it.
0: I bought a bottle of it, one of the, just the 16 mm-hmm. or the 20 ounce bottles, just so Daedra could take a sip, she mm-hmm. refuses.
2: What, I don't understand. <laughs> It is almost as if we've earned, like, this this accreditation that because we, we mm. taste test things that we somehow can handle heat. And I keep telling them, guys, number one, I don't like super hot things. Right. And number two, this isn't super hot. It's just got really good flavor. Yeah, no, I'm not trying it. <laughs> Wh- why? <laughs> um, I don't trust you. I'm not trying it. You did the pepper stepper challenge. You did the one chip challenge twice. Yeah, okay. It's not hot. It's not
1: hot.
2: <laughs> it's not Yeah, it's really
0: not. They just won't. Yeah, yeah. I'm right there with you, Mo. (laughs) We gotta lose our families. Yeah,
2: we do. (laughs) Get it together.
0: Uh, M and M's coming out. The M and M's is on a mix kick lately. They're just throwing all their they're out of ideas, so they're just throwing all the ones they already have into a bag together. So they got M and M's nut brownie mix now. So this is brownie M and M's and peanut M and M's in the same bag.
2: The brownie M and M's are dumb. They should have just put classic M&M's, which they already do, with peanut (laughs) M&M's.
0: Van Lewins. I never know how to pronounce this. Lewins.
2: Lewins. Has
0: come out with a gray Poupon Dijon mustard ice cream with salted pretzel pieces. Okay. On the inside.
2: Sounds okay.
0: You'd have a Dijon mustard ice cream?
2: Sure. With pretzel pieces. (laughs) I... yeah. Really? Yes. <laughs> I don't know if that showed up on the camera or not. I Yikes. hope it did. Yikes. I, yeah, I'm a mustard person. Ugh. I prefer mustard over ketchup.
0: <laughs> Van Lewin's uh, flavors that aren't mustard-based, <laughs> they've come out with recently, is Campfire S'mores, Honey Cornbread with Strawberry Jam, which is intriguing, and Summer Peach Crisp, which is not intriguing. H uh, E B limited edition chips. They got mixed berry lemonade flavored wavy lays, and fried corn dog and mustard thin potato chips. You have, but you have that one. Does it has mustard in it? Mm-hmm. She did Fried corn dog mustard chip.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it actually sounds really good.
0: <laughs> Big sunflower seeds is coming out with a Little Caesars extra most bestest pepperoni pizza flavored sunflower seed. Okay. Jones Soda has released a special release of Icy Cherry Soda.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So it's like, you know, the Icy, uh-huh. Icy's, you know, you know. Icy icies. Slurpee. Those Icy, Icy, ice things?
2: Yeah. You know, icy. Cherry
0: flavored, typically?
2: Icy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh,
0: Flips has come out with a stuffed milk chocolate peanut butter filled pretzel.
2: Oh my gosh, I hate it when things do this. Stuffed. <laughs> Milk chocolate, peanut butter filled pretzel.
0: Stuffed milk chocolate, peanut butter filled pretzel. Yeah, got it. <laughs> they also have the white fudge one, too. It took me a minute. Um, I'm interested in trying these as well. Yeah. It's a new take on the peanut butter stuffed pretzel.
2: I'd rather have my pretzel Coming than ice cream. <laughs> with oh, mustard.
0: Mo, Oh, Matt? my gosh! One of, the, one of the things that we keep asking is how do they put, like... Yes. Chips or Chips whatever
2: into ice cream yeah, and, and it not get, get soggy. Yeah. And we thought
0: it was because they covered it in chocolate or whatever. But then we had stuff yeah. that didn't have anything around it yeah. and they were still crispy. I found out.
2: What'd you learn? I yeah.
0: watched an episode of Red and How Links Inside <laughs> Eats, okay, which is a relatively new show from Discovery Plus, and they were they went through like an ice cream thing and they put. I think I think that it was like they make weird flavors, and the weird flavor they chose was like chicken skin pieces or whatever, like fried chicken skins. Um, but the way that they get to put stuff like that in ice cream and keep it um, keep it crunchy is that it's actually coated in a thin layer of fat. Does
2: it make it keto friendly? <laughs> God, <I
0: don't> know. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it's coated in fat. And so that's how it will stay in there. And of course, you don't notice it because ice cream is fat, you know, but mm. it's got its own like little layer of it and it doesn't, the ice cream portion doesn't intrude upon it. Weird. Isn't that weird? Yeah. But cool. But
2: cool. Yeah. But how did they find that out? I don't know. I don't
0: know. Really cool, mm-hmm. though. Um, <laughs> Interesting. So that's how we, Yeah, we it was like a Fruity Pebbles ice cream we were wondering about. It's like, is this going to be like soggy mess? How yeah. is it going to be crispy? Uh-huh. Yeah, but that's how. Mm. <laughs> Old El Paso tortilla pockets, Mo. Build a burrito. You don't even need the tape. You don't need the burrito tape. This is a <laughs> burrito. This is a tortilla that is shaped like a tube sock but for meat (laughs) it's closed on the bottom it's like a giant tall cup of tortilla you just dump all the stuff in there now (laughs) you would have to like you would have to just mix all the ingredients together instead of trying to layer them right because you're layering them sideways instead of can we move on? Because it would just, just Arby's. Be Arby's on the top. is what? Cheese. What's Arby's Likes. doing? <laughs> <laughs> Meat tubes. <laughs> Arby's is moving into the burger game with Wagyu uh, Steakhouse Burgers for some reason. Uh, Burger King has launched a new cheesy breakfast melt option. It's uh, egg, two slices of melted American cheese, and your choice of meat on two sourdough bread slices.
2: That actually sounds delicious. Sounds
0: pretty darn good, yeah.
2: Amazing. And
0: uh, lastly, back to Taco Bell to bring this to a close. They're testing out a grilled cheese biscuit. And grilled cheese biscuit sausage breakfast sandwich. So it's like a biscuit with their melted cheddar stuff just on top of it. Just melt it all on top. I don't think any of it's actually grilled.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but it's following the procedure of their grilled stuffed burrito. Or their okay, grilled, grilled okay.
2: cheese stuffed okay. burrito.
0: Okay, got it. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, they're only trying that in one location at the moment, but it seems to be going well. So, yep. Uh-huh. You'll probably see that weirdness. All right, let's take a break here. When we come back, we've got your weird news for the day.
2: Stick around.
1: Hey, everyone. I'm Hector Mirai, and this is Faith in Fandom 180. LTN Radio. So this past weekend I'm at a comic-con in Myrtle Beach and it's the first time I've been at this con in a long while. It actually shut down about three years before COVID so I was super pumped when they booted back up and also because the showrunners actually came and found me months ago and asked me to come to Geek Church. So really excited to be there. I didn't make a big deal out of it, I wasn't sure if I was going to get to go and actually have my booth because of Wizard of Oz rehearsal when I'm doing a play, and so I didn't really advertise it. And so I get there Sunday morning, I set my booth up, I get ready to do my church service, and I just sit down at my booth for a second and take a breath. And then, as I'm enjoying the moderate quiet before the the show floor opens, I hear a very loud voice, HEY! It's the comic book pastor guy. And there's a photographer that I know from the con world and he brings a model over to my booth who's cosplaying that he was doing photos of. He says, hey, let me introduce you. This is the comic book pastor guy. He tells people about Jesus and he likes nerdy stuff. And you know, he was not using his, like inside voice he was very much being loud to the point that like all the other booths around were like turning and looking and i was like hey good to see you and then you know he went on about his way and it reminded me of this story in Acts 16 if you like beginning of verse 16 where it's just talking about that there's a girl with divination who like made money fortune telling and she runs up on Paul and Silas and verse 17 says the girl followed Paul and the rest of us shouting these men are servants of the most high God who are proclaiming to you the way of salvation. Now that was really cool that she spotted that and you know, proclaimed it to everybody but she also really got on Paul's nerves and you can read how that story played out. But the idea was that she saw something in what they were doing and she told everybody about it. Um, so here's my question to you, just kind of a self-examination thing. If people were to look at what you are doing in your life and proclaim it to the world, what would it be? What would be the identifying thing that if people looked at you, what could they identify that you are doing in and for and with the kingdom of God? Remember to catch Faith in Fandom 180 every Wednesday morning on the Back Row Morning Show only on
0: Welcome back to the Back Row Morning Show. I'm Radio Matt.
2: And I'm Mo. And hey, make sure you're following us on all the socials. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Just search for at the Back Row LTN and connect with us.
0: <laughs> now it's time for Mo's fact of the day.
2: The name dinosaur means frighteningly big lizard. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not kidding. Is it real? Yeah. yeah.
0: Come on. That sounds made up. Is it really real?
2: Yes, that is frighteningly 100% big lizard. Fright, look Google it. Fright, look Google. <laughs> Tell me what to Google? Fright, look Tell Google. You went to Google. I dare you.
0: What does dinosaur mean?
2: Frighteningly big. Monstrous
0: lizard is what it says here. But yeah, Greek words which that's that's
2: frighteningly that's big lizard. That's the
0: same. Yeah, I'm not yeah, I'm not counting that against you. Wow, that's interesting. Very interesting. You're welcome. (laughs) All right, now it's time for SSA news.
2: We're going to share a weird news story with you and build a white answer card for a future Sunday School Answers Pack.
0: Uterus shakes cereal. (laughs) You just jumped
2: right into that. Right in. Promotes
0: period talk at the breakfast table. Shut
2: (laughs) up. Why are you reading this right now?
0: Period Crunch is a cereal being released as a PR stunt by a Swedish company, Intimina, uh, which makes period-related products.
2: This is disgusting. (laughs) We have to stop. Look at the cereal. No! Google it, everybody.
0: No! (laughs) Oh, you won't actually see this abomination in, uh, of a breakfast food in grocery stores anytime soon, but if you are interested in trying the bright red raspberry flavored uterus shaped cereal.
2: Raspberry was one of my favorite flavors. <laughs> you can register Not to get anymore. a box
0: from Intima. <laughs> this is awful. It's awful. Here's what they say.
2: Please, if you have a daughter <laughs> that's around this age, do not order this cereal in hopes of having a talk with her.
0: <laughs> There's no more normal and everyday a scene than the whole household sitting down together at the kitchen table and talking over a meal. And if period conversations were truly normalized, then they would be off this table, or off any other table for that matter. Uh, it's essentially uh <laughs> Cereals to raise, I mean, it's again, it's a PR stunt basically trying to you know encourage talking about this stuff openly. Which that's yes, sure, but to actually make the cereal is gross (laughs) and uncomfortable.
2: You know, here's the thing there are some things that I don't think we need to talk openly about, and this is I'm being very serious right now, like. We don't need to sit down at our dinner table and have an open conversation oh, no, with, I don't our mean with the whole members. I don't mean with the whole
0: family. I meant just mom and daughter. Okay. Situation over a bowl. Of
2: That's cereal. disgusting. <laughs> Canon, listen. Mila is 11, so she is <clears throat> approaching that age. It's going to be happening sometime soon. Mm. Her behaviors have already started changing. And then Canon, who is 15, She snapped his head off Sunday after church, just in the car for no reason. I told you, her behaviors are changing. Mm -hmm. And Cannon goes, sheesh, what's her problem? Is she on her period or something? And I was like, no, absolutely not. We do not talk like that. You don't need to know. You don't want to know. You will know eventually. There's no getting around it. But we're not talking about it. Like you're her brother, be quiet. <laughs> that that I, I don't like that.
0: Oh, uh, Ted Hall says these cereals come in like cycles. Just
2: said, really, Ted? <laughs> Probably right around the same time that the the meat tube sock burrito comes out. I would I would uh, imagine.
0: Ky said maybe they'll make a placenta version so we can discuss childbirth and labor. <laughs> You can't get back in. (laughs) Well, I'm going to finish this show. (laughs) One second, gang. Moa actually locked herself out of the (laughs) booth. Good bit, though. (laughs) Come on. Are you wanting me to come out there?
2: (laughs) I was kind of hoping you'd stick your head out.
0: We're back. Not bad. Good night.
2: As soon as I closed it, I was like, shoot, it's locked.
0: (laughs) Oh, funny business. Does this make me the new co-host, KY? (laughs) 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 Oriole wants everybody to know that he's been good in this conversation.
2: (laughs) Thank you, (laughs) Oriole. Oh,
0: goodness, that's funny. I can't. Tad clipped it. Good. Good job. Thank you.
2: (laughs) Good job, Tad. Way to go.
0: (laughs) All right. So that brings us to today's wide answer card.
2: The answer card we'll be adding to our future expansion deck of Sunday School Answers is a uterus-shaped cereal that tastes like raspberries and embarrassment. (laughs) This has been SSA News, sponsored by BackrowGames.com.
0: All right, let's take another quick break.
2: When we come back, we dive into our main topic.
0: Stick around.
1: We here at Love Thy Nerd emphasize relational outreach. From huge conventional halls to local game nights across the world, LTN wants to show the love of Jesus to nerds and nerd culture. We're always developing resources and articles to help you grow nerd ministry in your area and expanding our reach as a ministry into all areas of nerd culture. Connect with us on social media at Love Thy Nerd and at LTN on air to join in.
2: or don't, we're not your parents and we won't be mad. Just disappointed.
0: This week we are once again invading invading, not evading, invading Reddit to answer some pressing are questions. Very
2: different things.
0: Today we are invading the subreddit am I the jerk. I mean the subreddit's name is the A- Jerk. H word. Um, to, to well judge people. So we're going to use the euphemism or the replacement? Uh, am I the jerk in these stories? Uh, so these are these are situations. I don't know how many we'll get through, but I have several here. Situations where like they're presenting you an encounter they had, where there's basically some sort of fight or disagreement, and they're trying to figure out: Am I the one with the problem, or am I on the right here? Okay. Mm-hmm. First up, am I the jerk for not giving up my seat for a friend? <laughs> I am 16, a female, just sat for my physics final this morning. I get there around 20 minutes before it starts, and I find a pretty good seat that's not way up front, but also not in the back. We don't have an exam hall. We just pass in the classrooms. So the teacher can't really see me well. I usually sit in this spot because I tend to stress a lot if I'm way up front, but in the back the teacher's always peering over my shoulder, so sitting in the middle is a good spot. My friend, let's call her Riley, who's also sixteen and female, her comes in. Her name is
2: Kylie.
0: <laughs> <laughs> comes in five minutes before the teacher comes over and she is in distress. Apparently she forgot to revise an entire chapter. I believe this is study, an entire chapter, and only found out uh, when she got to the school. She hysteri- she's hysterically crying about how she's gonna fail and all, me and a couple friends comfort her, trying to reassure her that she'll be fine. She takes one look at the classroom, sees where I'm sat, and practically demands me to switch seats with her so she can pull out a little cheat sheet that we're not allowed to use at all, and at least try to make up for it. The spot she was supposed to sit in is right in front of the teacher's desk. I immediately said no and just told her to hope for the best, but I'm not going to risk making stupid mistakes for her to cheat when she was too busy partying to study for the test. She tried to sit or she tried to just sit in my seat until I gave up. But I just wouldn't let it happen. The exam ended up being all about that one chapter. After the exam, I was waiting for my bus when she, her twin brother, and her best friend walked up to me. She screamed at me and how she's going to fail because she didn't even finish all the questions, and if I wasn't selfish and too scared of ruining my perfect streak of grades in physics, she might have done well. Most of my classmates think I should have given her my seat, but the ones closest to me say otherwise. Am I the jerk?
2: No, you are not the jerk. Your friend is a jerk, and your friend is not your friend.
0: Concur. (laughs) I get it, though. I mean, I get it. I remember being in high school. I remember wanting to help your friends out or, you know, somebody struggling because they forgot to study for this or that. But, I mean, at the end of the day, especially with finals... This is something that you should have taken more seriously.
2: Am I like the only person on the planet who, as a teenager, I pretty much had kind of a level head? Yeah, I was dumb and I did really stupid things, but I don't, I would have never looked at my friend and said, I failed. I did bad on this test because you didn't let me have your seat. No, I failed and I did bad on the test because I didn't study. Right. Right. Because I, I made stupid choices. Yeah,
0: I agree with you. I'm not saying that I understand uh, the girl that failed. I'm saying I understand the struggle between knowing should I have helped her or should I have not.
2: Right. And,
0: yeah. No, I get it.
2: Yeah.
0: But, yeah. In the end, this was not your responsibility. And uh, it was the finals. I mean, you can't, you can't, you can't solve everybody's problem. Uh, When they're not going to do their own work. That's right. Especially when they know they should. Yeah. All right. Next. Am I the jerk for being upset over a name? I, 26 female, have been married to my husband, 26 male, for two years, and I am currently 34 weeks pregnant with our first child, a son. My husband had been watching a Japanese animated show called Hunter x Hunter. Uh, He often... He often watched while I was cooking, so I was also watching a little bit with him. There was a character on the show called Ilumi, uh, and I really loved that name and wanted it for my son. But my husband told me I can't name our son after a character from his show. We had a little bit of disagreement, but compromised and decided to name him Lumi, which was a Norse, which has a Norse origin and means light bringer. I loved it even more than. Uh, What I was going to call him before, and I told my family what name we were going to give our baby. My mother thought it was a lovely name and told me that it was better than the first one. I wanted to paint his name on the wall in his nursery, but after writing his name down several times, I decided I wanted to have an I in the name instead of a Y. Thus, his name is now L-U-M-I, Lumi. I got his name put on the wall, on his clothes, have already informed the company that uh, we'll be making our birth announcement cards about his name. Five days ago, my sister-in-law gave birth to a baby boy which was an amazing but unfortunate moment for my brother and his wife since they were expecting a baby girl. My brother sent a picture to the family group chat, and asked, and I asked what his name was, but he didn't reply back. Two days ago, we went to visit my brother and gift them some baby clothes. When we entered their house, we saw balloons with Lumi, L-U-M-Y, on them. I asked my brother what the meaning of this is. He told me he was really sorry. They didn't have a name for him, so they gave him my baby name. That wasn't, uh, that it wasn't a big deal because we have plenty of time to find a new name for our son. I burst into tears, and he said that it wasn't a big deal. I screamed at him and his wife. I told him some nasty things, that he wasn't my brother anymore and to never contact me again. I left and took the gift basket with me. My family doesn't think it's that big of a deal because it's just a name. I'm overreacting and shouldn't have screamed those things at my brother. Everyone is mad at me for getting upset over a name except my sister, who completely understands what I'm going through now. Am I the jerk? Yes and no. Yeah, I'm right there too.
2: <laughs> you are 100% valid in being upset. Mm-hmm. And yeah, your brother is a jerk for essentially stealing your baby name.
0: And not giving credit to the feelings that that might bring up in you.
2: Absolutely. However, your response. <laughs> Was very jerky.
0: <laughs> your reaction in the moment was jerky. Um, though understandable, I feel
2: um, like. Parts of it parts are of, understandable, yeah. yes. But to tell your brother... And here's the thing. I don't know you. I don't know the family history. Maybe this was the straw that broke the camel's back. It's possible. But I, I have four brothers, and I don't think that even with the ones that I don't really care for all that much, that I would say, you are no longer my brother because you stole my baby's name. Mm-hmm. That That is a bit of an overreaction. Bit,
0: bit far. Bit yeah. over the line. Mm-hmm. But still, as for being upset, the reasoning, very valid.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. But I would say, continue with naming your son Lumi. Lumi L- with an I. Yeah, L-U-M-I. Why not? Do it. Here's the thing. Kids end up getting called different names once they're born, and we, like, come up with nicknames for them anyway, so mm-hmm. the likelihood that it'll be awkward and weird at family get-togethers... Just call is... his
0: kid Lou every time you see
2: him. Right. Yeah. If you start doing it, it, then everybody else will, too, so why not?
0: It's kind of a jerky, backhanded move, but it's funny. hmm um, <laughs> Look everybody, it's Lou. Hi Lou. Hi Lou. Don't you love the name oh, Lou? Lou? What a great You're nickname. So cute.
2: Everybody call him Lou. Isn't he sweet? Look Lou is the Lou. sweetest.
0: All right, here we go. Mm-hmm. Am I the jerk for telling my girlfriend her behavior was embarrassing in the movie theater? My girlfriend, 25, and I, 25, decided to go to a movie theater with her friend tagging along to watch some new releases. When I go there and the movie starts, my girlfriend and her friend are obnoxiously loud, literally talking, laughing loudly, and then for some reason taking pictures with the flash on. Her friend told her that she saw some portions of the movie and started to spoil scenes that she had already watched. I quietly told them that they needed to quiet down, as they have to be considerate of others that actually want to watch the movie. My girlfriend made a huge scene about it, telling me that she doesn't care what others want, and that if they wanted to watch a movie, they should have stayed at home and not come to a public place. I told her that this was a movie theater, not a restaurant or a bar, and that if she and her friend wanted to talk to each other and spoil movies, they could just text instead of talking so loud to the point where you can barely hear the movie. Eventually, one of the people that worked there told us that we were making a huge disturbance and asked us to leave. Mind you, they had already given us a warning prior. I was ticked, to say the least. When we left, we went home. My girlfriend told me to lighten up because it was just a dumb movie and that we could just find a different theater another day. And I told her the whole thing was just awkward and it was very embarrassing how she acted in there. She told me that she felt hurt, that I said that I was embarrassed because of her and that she didn't appreciate me basically telling her to shut up. Am I the jerk? No. Absolutely not. No. Also, dump that girl.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I think this is probably one of the biggest things in relationships that uh, causes for arguments, but it just blows my mind. When one person (laughs) is saying, I feel this way, these are my feelings, and they're valid. And then the other person goes, I don't care about your feelings. Your feelings have now made me feel this way, and my feelings are more important. Mm -hmm. It drives me crazy. Mm
0: -hmm. Uh But obviously, she's like that for any situation. I don't care that this is a movie theater. People came to watch the movie. I'm going to have a good time. (laughs) I'm going to take pictures with the flash on. That's a cardinal sin in a movie theater. By the way.
2: (laughs) I actually had a group of second graders when we were... The last day of specials and we were watching the movie, I before I started the movie, I said, are we going to talk during this movie? I asked a whole bunch of questions, but one of them was, are we going to talk during this movie? No. Are we going to get up and run around during this movie? And I had a group of little boys that were like, yes. You know, they said it under their breath. And I was like, do we talk in a movie theater? Do we get up and run around in a movie theater? And that same group of boys is like, yes. And it took everything in me to not look at them and go, and you don't belong in a movie theater.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, goodness gracious. There are rules for a reason. Mm -hmm. All right. Am I the jerk for calling out my mother-in-law's lies and making her admit what she said in front of her husband and family? Here we go. Mother-in-law's family likes to treat me like absolute crap for keeping her grandkids from her. In reality, mother-in-law is welcome to visit but doesn't want to because she would have to stay in a hotel. She chooses to never video chat or call, so she only she's only seen my 5-year-old once and never met my 3-year-old until now. Mother-in-law also doesn't invite us to visit because she claims her husband doesn't want us in their house. I always thought that made him sound like a controlling uh, D-bag, but whatever. We are currently in her state for a wedding. Recently, I got crap from my mother-in-law's dad about how it isn't right and we should come and see her. I replied that we aren't invited as her husband doesn't want us in the house. Well, mother-in-law's dad is a gossip, so that got around to the whole family. And mother-in-law's husband was ticked and said he never uh, said he never said that. Mother-in-law said it might be a misunderstanding and we should let it go. Mm Mm-hmm. At this point, I realized she had lied about something. I said it wasn't a misunderstanding on my end. I had certainly heard her say it. Mother-in-law's husband snapped at me that while he would enjoy us visiting, he would never be controlling like that with his wife's son. Mother-in-law again said, let's move on. I refused and said she had told me that. So right now she needs to explain. Mother-in-law finally admitted that he never actually said it, but she knew how much he would hate having us in his house, and it made her sad, so she didn't want to invite us. She then got some crap from the family about being a bad mom and lying. Mother-in-law is currently furious with me. She said I should have let her change the subject, that I made her look bad, and that I I took what she said too literally. Am I the jerk? No. Yeah. Um I I don't understand and I come from a family where this is prevalent. I don't understand the need to make pointless lies that don't accomplish anything. Um all of my family, all of my family, all of my family was like that. Like for no reason, just even to just avoid a two second conversation or having to explain what they meant or anything, they would just lie to um not be a bad guy, like if I want say you know as a kid, I wanted to go to the park and they didn't want to go to the park I said oh, park's closed, mm." Mm-hmm. Why not just, you you can not lie. You can just say, we're not, we're not, I'm not up for that today. We can do it another day. Mm. You know, you don't have to make it a lie. But she didn't want, you know, my mom didn't want to look like a villain. My dad didn't want to look, you know, like they were saying no to me. Like, oh, we can't. Sorry. Dumb old city. Close the park. You know, little things like that. Mm. My whole life to the point where I could start to spot them. Mm Mm-hmm. And I'm like, why are you doing this? Yeah. Like, even even today, occasionally, my mother will tell a lie. And I'm like, I know that's a lie. Why are you saying that? And you know, it's not a lie. I would never. And I'm like, you always, and <laughs> for your whole life. <laughs> and I specifically know that that is a lie because you told me the opposite yesterday. Like, why can't you just tell me you didn't want to go to that place? Or why couldn't you just tell me that, you know, he... You know, my brother didn't call or anything. Why why is why are you building things up one way or another for no reason whatsoever? Mm. She constantly forgets what she's talking about and tells me and my wife two separate different things mm. that will not coalesce into one thing. Like mm. it's obviously one of us is being lied to. And I don't think she... I think she's done it so long and has been a part of a family that's done it so long, she doesn't even realize she's doing it. Right. It's it's out it's of just habit. It's her
2: nature at yeah. that point. Yeah. Like, I don't understand.
0: In this situation, you know, it, it seems like the mother-in-law was trying to, you know, make an excuse of, well, you know, let me come down there and stay with you or whatever, because you can't come up here because my husband won't let you in the house. You know, or some some excuse as to why this couldn't happen.
2: When you could have very easily said, hey, would it be okay if I come stay with you and so that I can have a relationship with the kids? And when it's, well, what if we come stay with you? Yeah, that's an option, but I need for you to know that Tim doesn't feel 100% comfortable. It's not something that he is super excited about, so it might make it for an awkward situation. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Well, then in that case, right. yes, Mom. Just be honest. Absolutely.
0: That might have been slightly more uncomfortable in the moment, but that would have saved you from this very uncomfortable moment. Yeah. A couple years later. Yeah. Lies always come back around to bite you in the butt. Somehow, some way. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's one of the things in the Bible about everything that's in the dark will be brought out to the light. Yeah. That's what, kind of what it's talking about. hmm There ain't going to be no secrets. There's no secrets from God. Eventually, all your dirty laundry will be aired out. So maybe make less dirty laundry,
1: mm-hmm.
0: he says, knowing that he's just as much of a problem as anybody else. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see here. How long have we even go on? Let's do one more.
2: I think we only have one more.
0: No, we have two. Oh. I'm going to skip the big one. Oh, okay. All right, last one. Am I the jerk for objecting at my sister's wedding? Okay. (laughs) My uh, sister, 23 female, got engaged. um, I'm sorry, me, 23 Fisher. Uh, Female, My sister, 27 female, got engaged about two years ago. I don't hate her. We were never the closest of sisters due to our age difference, but we didn't hate each other. Her fiancé, now husband, is a great man. I am happy. I'm really happy for them. So fast forward to the wedding ceremony when the priest finally said the are there any objections thing. I stood up and said, I object. Long pause. Because this couple is way too cute for each other. I really just said it as a joke. I thought it was something we could all laugh about at the reception, but I could visibly see the color drain out of my sister's face the moment I stood up. After I finished my little joke, I didn't really get any laughs. My sister looked away, pretending that she didn't care, but I knew she probably did. I sat down, and the ceremony continued. At reception, I went to my sister and congratulated her, but she was abso- she absolutely blew up. She told me my joke wasn't funny and that I ruined her mood, her happiness, and her special day. I was shocked. It literally wasn't even that big of a deal. I was joking, not actually actually. actually objecting i argued back with those points and she just walked away from me this morning i woke up with tons of notifications from my family members saying that i'm a jerk for doing that but i think everyone's just overreacting it was truly just a joke so am i the jerk
2: yes 100 percent you are the jerk
1: yeah, I mean,
0: I can see the desire to want to make a funny sure, moment. Sure, you
2: can see the desire to want to make a funny moment, a but bad. your self-control and your better judgment would c- would keep you from doing it. Absolutely. Because you would think the situation through and you would go, <laughs> you know what? That could be funny, but it could also go really wrong. Well, and I here's know. something. Here's something that I tell my kids about <laughs> jokes. It's something that I've taught my boys since they were very little because they have, they're very close in age. Uh-huh. A joke is something that people laugh at. A joke is never done maliciously. A joke is never done in a way that could end up making someone else the butt of the joke. That's not a joke. That's poking fun. That's being mean. That's not funny. Teasing. Uh Uh-huh. Essentially, essentially, it's being a bully.
0: (laughs) Essentially. (laughs) Essentially,
2: it's being a bully. Um, And so that's something that I've had to teach my own voice because we all kind of have that nature inside of us to be kind of a mean joke and think it's going to come out as something funny. Everybody's going to think it's hilarious. But even if one person doesn't think it's hilarious, it's not a joke. And that's something you have to think things through. You have to take that moment. Her long pause should have been before she said, I object. Her long pause should have been, should I do this? How could this go? Play it out in your head. Take all the scenarios and then decide, is it worth it?
0: I think there are too many people that still do think that through, but only think of the fact that, yeah, this is going to be freaking hilarious. This whole place is going to start rolling in laughter,
2: and they're jerks.
0: <laughs> and that's the Michael Scott character on the. They're Office. jerks. Um,
2: <laughs> to me, this screams uh, that she was having like an inferior complex in uh, that moment. Her sister was the center her. of attention. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. It was her wedding day, and she somehow needed the attention on her.
0: And I think there is a place for mean jokes. But only with people that you're extremely close with. And you're clearly not extremely close with this sister. You said so. You yourself. said so. Yeah. You don't hate each other, but you're not really close. Yeah. Like, you got to earn the right for mean jokes. <laughs> you got to earn that friendship or that relationship. Like uh Mo and I.
2: <laughs> well, and even, it's funny because... We've said this before. You and I don't even mean joke with each other very often.
0: Not 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 harsh, anyway.
2: No. Yeah. You and Hillary.
0: Me and Hillary mean joke. Mean joke.
2: And it gets to the point to where when I hear these mean jokes, I get very defensive of you. Mm-hmm. Like, to the point to where I'm like, she better watch herself. <laughs> I'm going to fight somebody. But I know that that's just the relationship that the two of you have.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, John, her husband, and he was my friend before he met her. It's just constantly in the middle going will you guys please just stop
2: one day one, or, one of you are going to say something that really hurts the other one's feelings and I'm going to be torn I understand that feeling I get it like he's known you longer We're, you've been his friend but that's moved, his wife
0: we've moved we've moved slightly closer to just like um neg- negative comments yeah like, com- sorry, negative compliments. Okay. So instead of insults, it's more like, "You don't look awful today."
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when, you, when your celebrate uh, recovery closed down, mm-hmm. and we came, Cipriano and I came to that night. Yeah. the last celebrate recovery night. And Hillary got up and said a few words about you the whole time. I was like, she better not say anything negative. She better not say anything negative. Now is not the time. Now is not the place. She better not say anything negative. If she says something negative, I'm going to end up saying something. <laughs> it was, it was bad. It it was really bad.
0: Yeah. And she didn't. She, she didn't. I the was very complimentary I know. she's ever said to it, me. it was
2: actually one of those times where she sat down and I was like, Lord, are you coming back? <laughs> is, is this the day that it happened? I
0: forced her to hug me.
2: Yes, I was did. so touched. Wow. <laughs> anyway, it, so all of that to say, it also depends on hmm. the people, yeah, the person, the relationship, the history not even the best of friends can speak negatively (laughs) to each other. I would deck you in your face if you had objected at my wedding. (laughs) Got it?
0: What's up, nerd? Are you enjoying this podcast? Well, the audio enjoyment doesn't end there. Tune in to LTN Radio for the best Christian rock, rap, pop, and indie 24-7. Not to mention a whole network of
1: podcasts, shows, specials, and shorts, many of which air on LTN Radio before they're available anywhere else. Join us at LTNOnAir.com to see our schedule, stream our station, and download our app.
2: Welcome back to the Backroom Morning Show. I'm Mo, And I'm Radio
0: Matt. Before we go, we want to share some things that we love. Do you have something that you love? I
2: do. Can I give a shout out real quick?
0: You can shout it out.
2: I love my school secretary. Bobby, if you're out there, I love you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is not a reaction to anything I actually choked. <laughs> Sorry about that. Mm. So,
2: here's the thing. Bobby came to our school. This was her first year as our secretary, and she is a fellow military spouse, and kind of quickly, she and I became friends. Her daughter was actually the wrestling team's manager, so her daughter and Cannon have also become very good friends. But all of that is a side story to say, this past week, I finally got my hands on the projector that I have been asking for all year. The projector that was not delivered just one, but two. And one specifically was delivered and said, this goes to the library. Two of them were delivered. Two projectors were delivered. The exact same projector. And one of them was delivered and said, this belongs to the library. Never made its way to the library. Really? Really. So finally, our last day of specials, which was the Wednesday before school ended, I finally said, you know what? I need to find this projector. And so I went on a hunt. Come to find out, it's in the principal's closet. So Bobby, our secretary...
0: Is this the same person that you had an issue with a couple of weeks ago, the principal?
2: Yes. Gotcha. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, so Bobby goes to our principal and says, hey, can Megan use the projector? She's she's going to watch a movie with the kids for specials today. It's the last day of specials. It's the day before the last day of school. It's the last full day of school.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So she unwillingly loans it to me, allows me to use it. I send Bobby the email that says from our technology department that said projector is supposed to belong specifically to the library. So when she goes to store the projectors, she takes one off of the cart and stores it in her closet and hides it. Then last Friday, the day after all the students are gone, it was just the principal, myself, secretary in the school. Bobby and I are having a conversation and I tell her, you know, I would really love to have like an Elmo, which is what the teachers have. Their projectors that they have mm. that anyway, they can do the worksheet that the kids are doing and it's projected on the screen. Yeah. Anyway. I said I would really love to have one of those. That would just be an easier solution to a lot of the issues that I have in the library. And she was like, you know what? I think I've seen one. So Bobby goes on a hunt. And about an hour later, she brings me an Elmo into the library. And she says, now go put it in the laminating closet, hide it, make sure it stays locked. (laughs) It's yours. I was like, okay, thanks. And she'll tell you, she loves the principal. She worked very closely to the principal this past year because it was, we're supposed to have two secretaries in the school. The one secretary quit. So Bobby was doing both jobs the entire school year, which is, yeah, it's pretty difficult. And she's a first year secretary at the school. So yeah, she had a really rough year, but she was also very much aware of some of the issues that I had with the principal and noted that they were kind of silly issues that really shouldn't be issues. And so she stuck her neck out for me this past week, (laughs) and I really appreciate it. So I love Bobby, my school secretary.
0: Very nice.
2: Thanks.
0: (laughs) My thing is not as sentimental. Uh, My thing that I love this week um, is Star Trek Strange New Worlds. It's a new series. There's only four episodes out, but this is following the Enterprise uh, with Captain Pike. So before Captain Kirk. Uh, the only characters from the original series that kind of follow over are Captain Pike, which you barely know from the original series, Spock, and Uhura. <clears throat> but what I love about it is that this show is so far proving to be so much more like the Trek I grew up on. The Next Generation. DS9, Voyager, that kind of Trek, as opposed to Discovery and Picard that have come out, which, you know, are interesting, but different. Discovery goes on a lot of weird, different journeys, kind of hard to wrap your mind around the different, like every season is just wildly different. Even half, even half seasons can be wildly different. And it's just very hard to have a, a continuing desire to watch it when it changes so often, so radically. Uh, Picard is a fun, like, secondary story to that character and some of the characters uh, from shows past, but it still didn't really feel like Star Trek. This does. This feels amazing. It so far doesn't have any of the weird preachy stuff that they've been getting into heavily in all the other shows. It really just feels like a classic Star Trek show. Nice. I do have one more I want to throw out, though, because well, I keep forgetting it. And I know I'm only allowed one, but I'm asking permission for a second one.
2: Can I give a second one? Sure. Okay, go.
0: Well, I'll let you go first,
2: then. You sure? Yeah. Okay, so I binge-watched a show on Netflix <clears throat> this past weekend. hmm You're going to laugh at me, and I don't care. But whatever. <laughs> it's called Love on the Spectrum. Okay
0: I've heard of this
2: and it is it follows I want to say six five or six adults who have been diagnosed with asperger's or autism some some sort of spectrum okay and um, follows them in their pursuit of finding love and I Sat down to watch it just kind of on a whim. I was like, eh, this looks like something that I can have on while I'm doing other things. No, it's definitely not something that you can have on while doing other things if you're like me and get invested in characters really quickly. But as I'm watching it, I, like my heart just, I instantly got attached to several of the people because they are like (coughs) several of my students in my school. And so one I don't, I can't call him a boy. He's a man. He's like only two years younger than us. But one guy in particular speaks exactly in the same uh, tone and with like the same inflection as one of my students. And so the whole time I'm just sitting there with this huge smile on my face, watching as he follows this journey yeah. to try and find love. And Chris <coughs> is like, within the first few minutes or so, why is this so interesting to you? And I was like, let me show you why. I pull out my yearbook real quick and show him the picture of the boy. And I was like, this is exactly him in like, what? 25 years? Yeah. Yeah, this is gonna be him in 25 years. Anyway, (laughs) it's a very sweet, very endearing show.
0: Gotcha. Mm -hmm. Um, Trishan says Picard season two was phenomenal. Yes, I'm, I'm not saying it was bad. I don't really care for Discovery but even though I'm not saying Discovery's bad uh, Picard is good it's just not typical Trek it's like a it's almost like a uh, a fan-written script you know a fanfic of you know what happened <clears throat> to Picard but my second thing is <laughs> we're just going down the <laughs> down the trail of importance
2: and <laughs> down this is down a trail.
0: this is a TikTok Channel. I don't even know the channel name because it didn't start this way. But if you search for hashtag roll for sandwich,
2: roll that beautiful bean footage.
0: It is a guy, a D uh, and D Dungeons Dragons playing guy who uses his D and D dice tower and his dice to basically build his sandwich for the day every day. And he's got a lot of normal stuff on there, but he's also got a lot of crazy stuff on there. I've seen him make a uh, a turkey avocado um, chocolate syrup sandwich on a pretzel bun before, but like he sits there, he just he he build, He has his whole sheet about what what he rolls and what it'll be, and builds the sandwich in front of you, and then eats it. And it's pretty cool. I don't know why, but it's very entertaining.
2: It does not sound good at all.
0: <laughs> so on TikTok, search uh, hashtag roll for sandwich.
2: Roll I that. Think you'll be game.
0: excited. <clears throat> all right. Let's end with our verse for the day.
2: Our verse for the day is Proverbs 2, 8. He guards the paths of justice and preserves the way of his saints. And that's
0: going to do it for the back row with Matt and Mo. We hope you enjoyed our discussions and hope you'll join us again for our next show.
2: Check out lovethynerd.com. It is positively jam packed with articles, podcasts, and videos that cover a wide range of nerdy topics. And just like any ministry, we are largely supported by those willing to partner with us financially.